We're here, aren't we? Is that here? Yeah. Right, good. Okay, uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, welcome once again to the Inside Out Effect podcast. With me, I'm your host, Stephen Jakes from healingthemind.co.uk. And uh, obviously, as well, uh, the uh, co-founder of the Inside Out Effect uh, with this young man here, uh, Jonathan Shaw. So this is episode 49. 49. Yeah. I realised that the day in driving the car. Right. Like, That's 49th episode. 49th episode. And uh, and today we're actually going to be talking about something quite uh, controversial or a bit mind-blowing, which very is, like I said, very controversial. Not the most controversial thing I could talk to you about, but certainly up there. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's, have you? And the theme is, have you ever wondered why uh, you get ill or sick around holiday season? Yeah. Now, I've experienced this many, many times over the years. I get sick at Christmas. I get sick on holidays. I get sick all the time. But, you know, we would always be, oh, yeah, well, I called it off someone on, someone on the plane. Had to, I, mean, I called it off the plane or, you know, and all that stuff. So we're actually going to go into detail today uh, a little bit uh, more about actually what's really going on because uh, we are going to dispel the myth that we catch sickness and illness. And uh, we're going to go into that a little bit more and explain the biological um, uh, functions that are going on within the body. Uh, so we're going to be covering that uh, in detail, uh, and uh, but we won't be doing uh, what happened on this day. We won't. No, we, we'll I, put that to bed. We put that. Did it I, die? Well, not so much as it died. I spoke to a couple of my clients, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, when you get to that, but I turn it off." Oh. So I'm like, "Well, okay, if, if that's happening that, across the board, then uh, we don't want that." I don't really want to. So I, I can't show off my knowledge anymore. So mm. we're going to talk, do something completely different. Okay, and not do it. I'm not sure of your knowledge. I'm not sure Fantastic. Of knowledge. Superb. Yes, but That's we will good. do. We are going to do the stupidest thing that we've heard this week. And you're going to cover that because I haven't got one. I did have one. I can't remember. Jane, actually, Jane, if you're watching, what was it Matthew said? Because I can't remember. Yeah. So message it on here if you're watching. What she Matthew is. Jane's, said. Jane, Jane's here. She's with Hi, Jane. Hello, Jane. Right, message me what Matthew said on because I can't remember what he said. It was very funny. Uh, uh, he was joking, but it was yeah. his son. Very, very funny. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm actually, well, I'll do. Oh, actually, yes, I'll talk about. Matthew, that's what I'll talk about. Remind Great. me later about Matthew. All right, I will do. Not Matthew personally, but his injury. Okay, we'll do. Okay, all right, finish now. Oh, I'm all right. I'm okay, well, I'm I got inside for a minute. Uh, I was, I was really, I got into it for a second. Did. Do you want me to calm down now? If you could, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll go back to being subdued. <laughs> for the first time in a while, I'd imagine. Uh, but anyway, um, so that's what she said. That's what she said. What she said. So yeah, anyway, well, I'll, I'll do your stupidest thing you've heard this week, and I'll do the stupidest thing I've seen this week. Oh, you got two uh, of them. So yeah. now you're just showing off. Oh, I am just you're showing off, off your intelligence well, and knowledge. I know. <laughs> oh, See, uh, you dropped so, one vehicle. You found another one for it. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, so yeah, so we'll do that. We'll do that. Uh, we'll talk about that. But before, obviously, before we start. Yes. Before we start, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I would like to introduce my uh, co-host, the creator of the DTO system, uh, my personal friend, uh, my good friend, my business partner. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, he's also the author of the book, uh, The Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain, as well as the DTO Handbook. I've got my good friend and my business partner, and he's here in the studio every week with me, putting up studio. with my... Yeah, it's our studio. If I was in the studio, I'd be in the wrong place. We'd be doing it separately. You know, it's good. I think the studio looks studio. Studio's a good shout. We need a big uh, light in the science of studio live. Yeah, I know. Or uh, on air. We project that we've got this professional uh, studio, and we're not in my kitchen, sitting at the end of my... You do realise that half of the clients that you treated were here last Saturday night and saw the kitchen where I we know, did it from. I know. So, I know. so they, know the, they know where you've done it now. I know. are doing it. I know. So you let them into the secret. I am. You've destroyed it. I know. By the party. So anyway, I'll introduce Jonathan Shaw, my good friend. Hello, Jonathan. Hey, good evening. How are you, Mr. Jake? I'm okay. Good, um, good, rec good. I'm recovering. You're recovering? After a pretty hectic week. Yeah. 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 You've been super busy. 
Yeah, well, I've been super busy big time. I had my son for a week. Then I had to organise this party that I did for all my clients. And the you didn't have amazing to. You decided to. I, did, I know. Okay. Decided I still to. had to do that, and I did that all on my own without any help. Well, I say without any help. I was going to say, yeah, well, a couple of people helped Yeah, a couple of people with the food. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, and but really everything else also. I did, I had to do, do and organise myself. And then this week, I've been really busy with clients. So, Brilliant. Uh, That's good. great, but... Great party, wasn't it? You did organise an excellent party. Oh, you no, do no. know how to throw a good party. Yeah. Yeah, it was very oh, yeah. good. It was well put together. Everyone had a lovely time. Everyone had a great time. I oh, know, it was great. You had it? some really good people help you with the food. Yeah. And, uh, a massive fan to Rebecca because she was yeah. just outstanding. And also, she was fantastic. She, Thank you, Rebecca. Not only did she help put all of the stuff together in the morning, but she cooked it as well. Yeah. We sat out here till about four o'clock in the morning, actually. She, she, ends, she's staying, she lives in London, so I had to travel back. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it was a great night. And yeah. uh, but unfortunately, I've uh, I overbought on the food. Yeah, a few people didn't turn no. up that said they were coming. So I've now massively got loads of food. So we're going to do it again in a few I, weeks. I don't think that's <laughs> unfortunate. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, I know that's it's great. So we're going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, yeah. Good night. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, it was a really good night. I really, yeah. Everyone really enjoyed it. It was nice to get out and and socialise. It was nice to just have a party again and be around people. Uh, it was awesome, wasn't it? That's why I said it was a group of, that's why I said it was a uh, gathering of amazing individuals because everyone here was amazing. They're all people that have decided, uh, realised that their life isn't working for them. They've got something that they need to solve. They've then reached out and found either myself, well, found me, uh, then confided in me, told me all their deepest, darkest secrets. Didn't know, some of them don't know book, me from Adam. And, then I've, and, and, you know, and then I've been able to fix them and help them and they've gone on to solve it. And I think anybody that can do that is an amazing individual. Uh, if you want a model or a, like a, a yardstick of what, how you class yourself as an amazing individual, I think that probably would be one of the key things you'd do. Right. Um, and uh, all these people were amazing. And it was great because everyone just got on and it was just such a great night. And um, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing that again in a few weeks' time. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. So, yeah, so how you been? Have you been all right? I've been all right. I've been really, really busy. <laughs> so, super busy? Been super no busy. Shit, oh, I've been super no busy. Shit, yeah, yeah, I've been busy. super busy. I've, no, I actually have. I've been really, really busy with all sorts of different problems come and see me um, and uh, uh, a few injuries, again, which I haven't had for a while, obviously, because no one's been able to go and do anything. But now people are going out doing sports again and back to the gym i'm getting some injuries come back funnily enough yeah funnily enough um uh but i do want to uh point out that the amazing uh healing capacity of dto because i had a young kid come and see me the other day and say young kid's a teenager yes yeah. him known him you know for a while was a treat he's pretty much his whole family why do i keep my hand in front of the camera like that just, just I don't know, why'd I you keep, keep banging on the table okay, i don't know i'm just really animated yeah, yeah. what's going on uh, but anyway, so she, he came to me this injury. He'd been to the hospital. The hospital said a soft tissue injury and uh, just sent him home. He didn't do anything. And the leg was completely swollen. Now I looked at it and I think it was more than a soft tissue injury. Soft tissue. Uh, there, 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 there. It was more than a soft tissue injury. The kneecap had actually moved across to one side. I actually thought it was out of place. Uh, but I couldn't do too much to it because it literally not long happened. So I did some basic DTO on it. And, uh, and then I, I taught his mum how to do basic DTO, just a healing version, not dealing with the emotions necessarily, just every night doing 10 minutes of DTO, laying hands on and just doing the DTO, very basic process. And he came to me literally uh, four days later and it was a million times better. And then I could actually work it. And he said literally uh, that night or a couple of nights later, he, he, he felt the bone click back into place again. He felt the kneecap go back. And then she kept doing it. And really it was down to her that really helped move it healing fast just doing that detail yes he needed some soft tissue massage and he needed a little bit of rehabilitation but yeah. a lot of the work that did most of the healing was this my, my client 
doing DTO on her son's knee. It was just an amazing, um, quick healing of quite a severe injury. I mean, he would have been out for a good two, maybe even three months with that injury because it would take him so long to heal and it would take him so long for him to get better. Uh, and within a few weeks, he'll be back playing football in, in about a week or so. Once I see him, you know, on it this week, I'm sure he'll be back doing it uh, and he'll be fine. That's amazing quick turnaround for someone who's not a healer, doesn't do therapy. Um, she just learned the basics and she just did this on it. Her son let her do it and it's, it's fantastic. So I'm completely amazed that people, you can just heal yourself or heal yeah. others just knowing simple techniques. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I just want to go into the Facebook feed. So, um, Good evening, Bobby. Uh, and also, evening, Marcus Bob. Chapman needs saying. Yeah, hello. I don't know what, it, what needs saying, but it needs saying. Uh, and Mike, did you end up eating toast? No, I didn't, mate, actually. I was full up from all the food that I had and all the stuff that was left over. I made loads of these little canapes. They were absolutely awesome. I did uh, chorizo, olive, and uh, manchego, goat's cheese, dates, and uh, walnuts, which sanded, which were amazing. So, no, no toast, I'm afraid, mate. Uh, I might, well, I might do it in the next round. Yes. Some toast on the, some in toast. The, on the fire pit. Uh, do that. So, yeah, uh, which also, going back to what you were just saying about uh, uh, tissue, you, you've done, I've done something similar pretty much. If you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so I got around here tonight, and Steve obviously goes to the gym. Uh, Mike knows he goes to the gym, and and he's been having pain under his, his sort of around it. He couldn't really describe where it was. Back of the shoulder and under the arm. Back of the shoulder, under the arm. It was all around there. really fucking hurt all week. And he's had it all week, and it's the first time we've actually seen him in person. Uh, and basically what he's done, he's done two things. He's he's pulled a muscle or a tendon, rather. He's pulled yeah. a tendon. And he's also trapped tissue in his shoulder socket, which was causing a really sharp pain. But this is the thing that I said to him. People don't realize that when they exercise, uh, they don't realize they actually pull muscles quite a lot yeah. without realizing it because they make silly movements, especially if your posture's not good. And we often don't realize when we pull a muscle or a tendon that it's painful uh, and we often leave it. But then later on, it causes more problems. So what Steve did was he obviously pulled the tendon a few weeks ago and it was sore, but he didn't do anything about it. And then when he's gone to that same motion again, because the muscle and the tendon got weaker because he pulled it, the shoulder had to do something different to try and take the weight and it's pulled the shoulder socket out briefly. Then it's gone back in and trapped tissue between it. And it's really common. It happens a lot. In fact, a lot of, I've said this before, a lot of, um, what is apparently rotator cuff injuries is down to the very thing that he did. Yeah. But what's common is that people injure themselves during a sport and they don't do anything about it. And then later on it manifests as a chronic painful injury. And often the therapist has no idea why, because therapists often don't look back at your history and find out what you've done and what you haven't done. Yeah. Um, so just be mindful when you, if you are exercising, we do exercise regularly, get any small injuries or any small tweaks looked at, because they can manifest manifest into chronic conditions, and if Steve had left that, he would have uh, he would have lost the use of his shoulder, uh, because gradually over time it got more and more painful. He wouldn't be able to go to gym. He wouldn't be able to exercise. No one would know what he'd done. He'd go to doctor, go to physio. Physio said rotate the cuff. He'd do rotate cuff exercises. That'd make it worse, and he'd be buggered. Yeah. And I literally saw a client like that uh, that that that, uh, that was recommended to me, and uh, he he had that for ten months. He's now much better. He can move his arm again, everything. But he had that exact same thing for 10 months because it was misdiagnosed and no one knew what was wrong. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that was – and what, what was worrying is, is that how much that, that's, that injury had not – if I'd have not have known you or got that, how that could have had a, an that effect. Was, you'd have got worse. You'd have ended up with a frozen shoulder down the line, not been able to move it. You wouldn't be able to work out anything. Yeah. 
So that's good. That's good. Thanks, mate. Thanks for sorting out for me. Yeah. Right. Um, so uh, what about anything else? Anything else you want to talk about before you uh, move on? Before um, move on. Before I move on. I no. move on, you move on. No. Will you move no, on? No. Um, we're moving on. We're moving on. No, I think it's time to talk about the main event. You've been good, though. You've had your son. You want to talk uh, about well, I had my son. I think we talked about it last time. Did we talk about it last time? We just about that. I had the party. Yeah, the party. Yeah, 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 it was good. good. Uh, and this week, actually, I've been really busy. So I was knackered. Well, yeah. I was knackered, uh, but I've been really busy this week. So it's a bit weird because I'm, in them two weeks where I had my son and I didn't have anyone uh, and I was sorting out the party and getting mm. all the stuff. I hardly had any clients come at all. As soon as the party was over, finance stopped. So I asked <laughs> so, the universe looking after you. I know the universe looking after me. So this week I've had been I've been maxed out, and also yeah. next week already I'm virtually I'm at, you know so um, yes yeah, so I've been uh, doing that really. It's amazing um, how the universe works like that. I know, the universe will just take things when you need it to be gone, then bring it back again. When you know how to use the universe, it works perfectly. Well. Absolutely, yeah, manifesting it in the way it needs to be manifested. But uh, yes, yeah, so I've had some really good clients this week. Um, just again, a lot of it's anxiety. Um, so I've just been basically switching it off. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and a few people that have got a bit of PTSD, they've seen suicides and other stuff. And right. uh, so I've been able to get rid of that really, really quickly. I actually got rid of it in one session for that person. So they've had it for a long, long, long time. Yeah, and in, in well, it was less than an hour, about fifty-five minutes. We got rid of the, the shock of it happening and the images, and now it's completely gone. Great, that's less fantastic. than an hour. Less than an hour. Like that's fantastic. Fifteen years, I think they did that for. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, other than that, been really, really busy. Good. Just doing that, really. Good. Um, Excellent. Yeah. So, we won't talk about me anymore tonight. Okay. So, so let's, wanna, let's talk about. So we. So this this came up. Yeah, I know. Collier. I thought it was Alf Collier. Now you're Norman Collier. Now the reason why I brought this topic up, yes, is because funnily enough, some friends of mine went on holiday last week. Yes, and uh, and uh, obviously I go to you know the friends. Anyway, so when I spoke to them, they said I can't come to the party. I've got COVID. I'm like fucking hell, really? Right. And they don't obviously don't know. And the reason they got COVID is because they took, a, took the PCR test, yes. which isn't designed to it detect. Doesn't actually, doesn't actually diagnose. So anyway, no. so I'm like, you haven't. And so I'm saying, you haven't caught anything, right? No. I said, well, if that's it, they'll some one of our people we met, there's something flashed up on their phone, and then now I've got it, and he's got it, and she's got it, and they've all done the test, and the test come back saying positive, and I've got it. I'm like, well, the, they, the test don't work, so you haven't got it. And I'm like, you've got sick. And I know what causes, you know, obviously I know yeah. that we don't catch sickness and illness, right? No. So anyway, so I'm like, and I've explained this to this person for a long time, but now they've got it all of a sudden, as soon as they've got the symptoms, they've got it, right? So I want to, and I thought it'd be really good to clear up because this is a common thing that people go on holiday and when they're on holiday, they, and I, like I said, this happens to me a lot, they'll either get sick either just before or or just after, just after, or when they're on holiday, or or around Christmas or Easter, we always go down and get sick. Yeah. And there is a specific reason that causes that. Yes, there is. There is an absolute specific reason why it causes it. And because we don't know what causes it, we go, oh, someone on the plane fucking give it to me. Oh, someone on the plane, oh, I'm sick because obviously someone on the plane made me sick. I hear it all the time. Yeah. Or oh, I bumped into someone at the airport, must have given it to me, <laughs> right? All that. I don't know why I'm talking like that. I don't know why you know, so I hear it all the time and I know it not to be true. And it doesn't matter what I tell people, they still won't believe it or won't have it. So I thought it'd be really great if we could actually talk about what's actually going biologically, what's going on biologically, and why this happens and why people do get sick, 
Easter, Christmas, on or after or during the summer holidays, because it's very, very simple. And I thought that you'd be the absolutely right person to discuss what that is, obviously with the stress and repair phase. And we can talk about that, talk about it in a bit more details, why they get sick and how that's happening. So yeah, that's going to be the topic. Okay. Uh, so um, so interestingly enough, I'm going to hand over to my good friend, John Fajor, who is going to talk about why we get sick on and during holidays. Okay, so I, I realise this is a... Uh, a controversial topic, especially with everything that's going oh, no, on at the moment. But for now, put what's happening in the world aside because COVID is, is different and there's too many different things you need to understand for that to make sense. And you're going to have too many questions about COVID, like, oh, the world, people are getting pinged because they're getting a PCR test. Well, you need to understand how the PCR test works and everything, and you don't. So, so put unless you've done your research, you won't. So put that aside. Just take normal flus, colds, viruses, all the normal viruses that we apparently get when we go on holiday, leave COVID out for a second. So when I first learned this, uh, I this is this is something called meta health. This is what I learned when I was in my mid twenties. I suffered with a shoulder problem. I couldn't fix it, and I learned this uh, reason why we become sick and disease called meta health. Meta health is not a therapy. It's an analysis of why we get sick, and it was created by a doctor, or it was discovered by a doctor, a German doctor. And it makes so much sense. When I learned this, it was so logical. It made so much sense. I kind of got it straight away. And not everybody does. Not everyone gets it straight away. But I was totally sceptical. I'm still very sceptical of things. I don't believe them. So I go out and test it. What I can tell you is I have tested this in the last 10, 15 years that I've been doing it. And I've tested on all types of problems, including colds, flus, bronchitis, and even chicken pox. And I'm going to tell you different stories to illustrate how I got that person better and what actually caused the problem in the first place. And a lot of these people didn't believe me, but they just wanted to get better. <laughs> so it doesn't matter whether you believe this or not. It's irrelevant because the problem is that people have a belief about something. They go, well, I don't believe that. But the problem is when you do that, you have no experience or knowledge of the subject. So it, your only experience is having had something. Well, having had something doesn't mean you're an expert in it. No. The only time you claim you're an expert in something is if you've healed yourself of it naturally or and you've healed at least 20 other people of it naturally. Then you can say you're an expert. Other than that, just having something. So when people come to me... No, no, can I just say, this is the common answer. So yeah. if I say to somebody, you didn't, well, you didn't catch that, you didn't catch that, well, how else did I get it then? That's right. Oh, oh, right? Exactly. That's it. End of line. They, they, they don't know. They can't, because they, they've been told that they caught it, there is no other explanation and so forth. Well, how else did I get it then? And if I've got it, my daughter's got it, well, I'm asking, how else did we get it? Right? Yeah. But they're not willing to listen to end the explanation and that actually is the reason why. They'll right. just shut it down straight away because right. they don't want to know and it's easier for them just to say they caught it because it means they haven't got to learn or do anything. Yeah. So if, if you're unwilling to hear what I'm about to say, that's going to be for multiple reasons. Might be one, because you don't want to think that what you've been taught is wrong. And I totally understand that because we often don't want, you know, when I when I learned Meta, I remember um, Greg. I remember yes. doing Greg's course, right? And I'd learned Meta ages ago and I was on Greg's course. And Greg says to me, what if it's something better than Meta? And I was like, no, it's not possible. It can't be anything better than Meta. I really defended Meta. And I'm not saying that Meta's not great, but then DTO came along. And although DTO is not a diagnostic tool, um, it and, and, Meta, and Meta is a diagnostic tool, DTO does explain why we get sick from a slightly different perspective. And so from that point of view, the two things work perfectly together. But at that point, I couldn't see anything better than Meta. I couldn't see anything 
that we, so I totally understand when you get blocked about beliefs. But all I want you to do is just listen to what I'm about to say and listen to the examples and listen to how those people got better, even when they didn't believe they got better. Because this belief has been around for over a hundred years that we catch things from the external world. And the only reason we're trying to share this information is because when you believe that and believe that's the case without actually looking to the actual science of it, with unless while you believe that, you're just going to suffer. So you're just going to be and, ill for longer. And you'll keep getting it. And you'll keep getting it. And we don't want that. So ask yourself the question, do you want to keep getting ill and being sick from things you apparently catch? Or do you want to be safe, healthy and well? If you want to be safe, healthy and well, brilliant. You need a new understanding of why you get sick. Because the old one doesn't work because you keep getting sick and ill. If you're totally okay with being sick and ill and suffering, switch off now. Stop watching because you won't like what I'm about to say. I'll give you a okay, couple of seconds. Do, where do I do that? Yeah, just do that now. Just go off your phone. <laughs> oh, I'm being really blunt and direct. No, people, we need to. We need to. But, but I want people to be healthy and well. My belief is that there's no reason for illness and disease in this world and that we should not be sick and diseased. And there really are only two things that create illness and disease. One are toxins and two are what I'm going to discuss in a minute. So if you are okay being sick and ill and don't want to know how to make yourself really healthy and well, switch off now. And you love your pharma drugs. And you love, and you love, you love your drugs. You love your drugs. Oh, you love phone up doctor at eight o'clock in yeah. the morning and if, if trying you, to get your appointment so you can go and get your drugs. Oh, sweetheart, I've got some uh, antivirals here. Do you want to have some of them? I've got some antidepressants here. Yeah, well, yeah. You want some of them? Oh, I'll just brought that out for you. Go downstairs. See you later. Next. Yeah. If you want like that, that great. great. If you want to believe that the NHS as a body is there to help you, great. Not the doctors and nurses. A lot of doctors and nurses get into it for good reasons, but it's the actual NHS as the, the actual medical system in the whole world yes. is, is the problem. Yes. It's the way they look at it. So when I first learned this, I was sceptical, but I have tested it lots. And since I've learned this, I've never really had a cold or a flu since. So just understanding it and really getting it myself, I've never got a I went down since. three weeks ago with the worst flu ever. Yes. Right? And all I did, and that's because something happened in my life that gave me such a shock, my body freaked out, and all I did was switch off all of the shocks, and I completely healed up out of the phone. Exactly. Now, see, now you've got a very quick classic example of doing that. Yeah. So, so we'll go into that story in a second, and I'll explain what happens when he tells a story. So what I want to do is this actually gets people better when they're stuck. So I get people come to me with colds and flus and bronchitis and chest infections, urine infections, bladder infections, all types of things that won't go, that are not healing the medical way. And they're not healing naturally and they're still suffering. And then I'm able to switch it off and get them better. Now, I think that's a great thing because I'm getting people better. I've actually been attacked for that. I'm like, seriously? My cousin actually went, oh, well, good for you. I was like... Well, I'm just helping somebody get better when they can't get better. So it made no sense to me. But all we're trying to do is help you. But to do it, you've got to open your mind because this is really new information. But it's amazing. It's incredible information. Yes. And there are doctors and scientists out there who back up what I'm about to say. They will tell you that's what this is. But it's not in mainstream. So here's the thing. When we let's look at let's let's ask some questions first. Have you ever wondered why at Christmas time you're, a man will often get sick at Christmas time? They haven't gone anywhere. They've not gone on a holiday, but they'll get sick at Christmas time as soon as they finish work. 
Now, traditionally, they go, oh, well, it's winter, it's flu. Yeah, yeah, but not all men, not all people get sick at Christmas time. See, this is the big problem with if you catch something. If you catch something, we'd all catch it all at once, all at the same time. Because once one person gets another one, another one, another one, another one, and we all come in contact with each other, all connected. So it's not really a great theory. And then someone goes, well, it's your immune system, it's stronger. Bollocks. What a fucking stupid answer that is. I know. That, because there are people out there who've got, who've got really weak immune systems because they smoke and drink, and they don't catch things really easily. So it's not a legitimate answer because there are people out there who don't do that. If you've got a group of people and and with anything that the medical profession say, it's always 50-50 or 30-30. It's never 100%. So you'll get some people with low immune system always get ill and some people with low immune system never get ill. You'll get some people who drink alcohol have liver problems and some people who drink alcohol don't get liver problems. It doesn't make sense. If it was the actual thing they're saying, everyone would get it. Everyone would have it. If I take a pen, if I take this, if I let go of this, it's always going to fall on the desk. It's not going to go sideways once or twice or go up. It's always going to drop to the floor. Now, a lot of people might say it's gravity. I might disagree and say it's density. But we'll leave that. But it's always going to do it. If something is a cause of something, it's always the cause of something. It is not random things. One minute's this, one minute's that. It's that in that person, that in another person. It's not the way it works. No. So when someone gets sick at Christmas, especially blokes, the reason they get sick is because they've had such a stressful period of time at work. They've probably had a deadline because it's Christmas. Yep. They've had something come up, so either they've had a deadline at work that's stressful, or they've had some kind of shock or trigger, because Christmas triggers the fuck out of people all the time. Once they get to Christmas and they stop, once they stop doing everything, because Christmas time normally you can't do anything for a good three, four days. Yeah. Sometimes even longer. Some have sometimes a week, two weeks off. Once you stop, that is when your body wants to heal all the stress that's built up, yeah. whether it's from a deadline or a shock or a trauma. Or, or, or the fact, I just want to just add into this so other people might get it, but you might actually be in the, the stress of Christmas. You've got to go and buy the shop, you've got to get the kids' presents, you've got to wrap them all up, you've got to do this, you've got to order the food, you've got to get the food in, you've got to get everything ready for Christmas. At the same time, you've got to go to work, you've been at work for seven months, eight months, nine months without a holiday, you're on a headline and you're getting up every morning, working six days a week, six days a week, six days a week, six days a week. You're putting your body into stress consistently over a period of time and then just as it comes down to christmas the holiday period you're going to get even more stress because you've got to get everything the wife's present the husband's present the kids present the family's present and all the food and all the rest of it so very stressful yes you're just, actually putting your body through high amounts of stress over a long period of time just christmas itself is stress so if you are having but that's a general stress that's a stress yeah. of doing things and, and an event coming up it's not a biological shock or trauma that's happened it's just a stress of an environmental situation very much like the stress of a work deadline. So you could have that. And then once you stop, if you do genuinely stop, so most mums who do all that before Christmas, because dads don't, most mums who do all that, I say mums if, if you're not a parent, but most women who do that, wives, they actually don't necessarily always go straight into repair because they go back to stress again because then they've got to clean it all up, wash it, dish it, and, and they've got to run they always family get sick in the new year. They get sick in the new year, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Whereas men get sick at, sick at Christmas because they don't do any of that. They just go to work, they have the stress at work, come home, relax, and switch off. Once they stop, they often get ill. Yeah, so explain why. So what happens is that when your body goes through a period of stress, which is your sympathetic nervous system, when you are in that phase of your sympathetic nervous system, let's use this, 
So sympathetic nervous system. When you're under stress, whatever it is, whether it's a stressful event or trauma, you're in your sympathetic nervous system. At some point, when that stress resolves, you're going to move into your parasympathetic nervous system. And when you move into this, this is when you're going to get sick. This is when you're going to get what are labelled flu, bronchitis, colds, and viral symptoms that everyone labels a virus. When you're in your parasympathetic nervous system. It's not random. You start in stress and you move to repair. You start in sympathetic and move to parasympathetic. It's that simple. And all you have to do to resolve it, if you're stuck in it, is resolve the shock. Now, I've done this countless times in the last 10, 15 years that I've been doing this. And I'm going to give you some examples. Um, my mum, I have mentioned this a long time ago on the podcast. Yep. My mum, years ago, was in Lakeside, and it was about five days before Christmas. Um, and she was walking around Lakeside, and she was getting sick. She said she'd been feeling run down for the past few days. She was getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And she, she, couldn't, she couldn't do the shopping. We had to do Christmas shopping. And she had four days of really intense parties and things going on, and she didn't know how she was going to cope with it. So I said, okay, I can make your symptoms disappear right now. But in four days' time on Christmas Eve, you have to let the symptoms come back out of your body and so they can heal and resolve properly. So that's what she did. She let me do it. So what I did was is I did what you can do in some situations. Remember, she was moving into repair. So her symptoms were now in the parasympathetic nervous system. In stress, there are no flu symptoms or viral symptoms. There's nothing. You're just stressed. So what I did is I stressed her. I put her back here. I, I took her to KFC and made her eat shit food. I took her. I, I, we had an espresso coffee in Starbucks. We had some muffins. And I also made her think about something at work that I knew stressed her that wasn't technically directly related to her. Yeah. Within 10 minutes, my mum was dancing around Lakeside and all the symptoms had completely vanished. It was like a miracle. She couldn't believe it. And this, I said, now all you got to do is keep yourself in a low state of stress for, for four days. Just eat shit food, drink lots of coffee. She did that. But I said, four days later, you've got to come out and eat healthy again. She went to a party. She felt great. By the time the Tuesday came around Christmas Eve, she woke up and she started to feel ill. And I said, right, now eat healthy, drink plenty of water and rest. And within five or six days, it was gone because she let it come out of the system and rest. I didn't clear the shock for us. I didn't need to. I just let it come out naturally. But it's a classic example of how I was able to put her back to stress and shift her symptoms literally within 10 minutes just by understanding that. My mum did not believe me. My mum does not believe everything I say. In fact, very rarely she believes things that I say. Because I'm her son, and parents often don't believe their kids, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Which is what shocked me. Which is what shocks you, <laughs> and we'll come on to that second. Yeah. But she didn't have to believe me because this is this is biology. This is what happens in your system. That's why it's true. So when people go, well, I don't believe that, that's fine. But unless you've researched the biology and anatomy of how it actually happens and the science, not what they say on Google, but the actual science, you don't know. And the thing is that I've done this lots with – Countless clients. So, again, one will come on to Steve's story in a second. But one of my clients I've mentioned before, he had chronic bronchitis for a year. And he tried all the intense medication you could get. And eventually nothing was working. So he was recommended to me. He did not believe me. But he was desperate because he couldn't function any longer. It was getting bad. And what it turned out to be was it was his business partner. One of his business partners wasn't pulling their weight. 
and because of that he was getting uh, bronchitis in his chest because it was a territory he was getting it was an anger territory issue which hit his chest as a man and because of an anger territory issue he got what they label as bronchitis and he had it and he kept having it because he couldn't get his business partner out he didn't know how to do it so what i did was i switched off the conflicts i switched off the beliefs that were stopping him from getting the person out i switched off the shocks i switched off the the, the triggers and then eventually he got the business partner out but as i did that he started to heal but the last little bit was getting rid of the business partner and as soon as he did that he healed completely and he even then a few months later was sitting outside just after christmas i remember this because he told me the story sitting outside just after christmas and he said i was sitting outside and i felt the symptoms come on and for a brief second he went oh it's because it's cold and then he went oh shit he realized he was talking to his business partner he was literally having a coffee with him and it just re-triggered him briefly because he hadn't seen his business partner since they separated it wasn't a massive trigger didn't trigger all the symptoms off he realized it let it go and he was fine but that's exactly how it works i think it gives a great example of whatever happens outside of us is a trigger to what happens inside of us that's exactly correct. that's basically all it is so in a nutshell for anybody that's struggling is that when you get sick, you haven't caught anything. Someone hasn't coughed on you or sprayed on you or given you something or you're run down or whatever. Basically, what's happened is something in your environment has created a response inside of your body, which initially caused you to go into stress. So it could have been a short period of stress or a long period of stress. And then once you come out of that stress, because like Jonathan said, we don't have any symptoms in stress. It's a bit like when you bang your shin on the table, right, and it really hurts, and then you go, oh, I'm really ill. All of a sudden, that pain goes away. Yeah. <laughs> and the pain goes away. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you relax again, the pain, the pain kicks in. Because when we're in stress, we don't experience anything because we're in stress. Right? Well, we don't. You don't experience most symptoms. There are some symptoms in stress. I'm trying but, to be simple. But, yeah, but pain to... and flows, you don't. Right. So that's the whole point. So what's going on is something happens in our environment and we, and we react to that internally. And that shock or whatever it is that's happening externally, whatever the psychological element of it is, will affect you biologically. So, for example, if it's anger, if it's territory, it's going to affect your chest. If it's a band, it's going to affect your kidney. If it's going to be a something that makes you, uh, about your voice or something, uh, or you're in fear, it'll hit, affect your throat. If it's something you can't digest or swallow, or it's another shot, it'll hit your stomach. All of these symptoms relate to certain parts of the body. So, when you're on your plane, you got off the plane, you've been, and you've been in, stress for i don't know you've been at work for three months or you're stressing out about getting everybody and getting the kids ready and getting there for the flight and making sure the flight and all the rest of it and then you get on the plane and all of a sudden you finally you're like oh i'm on holiday now you've gone from that stress phase into the repair phase and now the symptoms are going to start kicking in yes. and your 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 basic body is going to now repair itself from all of the stress that you've been putting your biological systems through so biologically you have to now repair yourself and those when your symptoms come out and the problem is is when we go into them symptoms that's when we think we're sick and we go to see the doctor but it's so late by that time because you're already in repair and then you're going to get your pharma drugs and the pharma drugs then put you back from being in repair into stress again right yes. and then you, what happens is you're in stress and you think that the tablets have worked and everything's hunky-dory and great medication puts you back into the sympathetic nervous system so you're in repair you're trying to heal and medication puts you backwards. Yes. Uh, and all, and then so when you come off the medication, you move forwards again into repair, and you, the symptoms come back again. This happens consistently with people with chronic problems. Uh, now, often flus and colds, they resolve very easily. But if they're not, it's because this is running in your system. So ask yourself the question, do you want to 
believe that you've caught it and you have to suffer for longer, or do you just want to get rid of it? Do you just want to resolve it and go back to living your life? Here, what do you want to do? I mean, to me, I want to get better. Yeah, exactly. And here's another thing. The reason why everyone, which is my thing, the reason why I think everybody got sick around the lockdown is because the shock of hearing that there's this virus and you're going to die is going to freak and shock everybody. Yeah. Everyone's going to go into stress. You're locked down. You can't go out. You can't do this. You can't do that. You've got to wear a mask, blah, blah, blah. You're in a state of stress, right? And yeah. guess what? So many people I know got sick around the 19th of July. Yeah. And they went, oh, my God, everyone's got COVID. Do you know yeah. what that is? Is when they turned around and said, right, we're letting go of freedom. Oh, we're we're going to have freedom day. And everyone's gone, ah. Oh. Yes. And they've got out of stress, in repair, and everyone got sick. Everybody I speak to down at the gym was like, oh, I've had COVID, I've had COVID, I've had COVID, I've had COVID, I've had COVID. And people are like, oh, my God, it's everywhere. No, no. it's because your body is now going out of the stress phase into the repair phase. Because being That's locked down is a territory issue. It's and really all flus, so viruses simple. and colds are about your territory, yeah. your environment, your space around you. Yeah. And so as soon as you resolve that, when lockdown lifted, as Steve said, bam, you're resolving all that stress of being locked down and you become ill. The reason that not everyone gets it is because they didn't feel stressed in lockdown. If you felt great in lockdown, you're not going to get viral symptoms because there's no stress about it. You're happy to be locked down. Yeah. If you don't didn't worry about it, I didn't worry about it. It annoyed me what was going on, but yeah. I didn't worry about the lockdown bit. I just carried on. So I didn't get any symptoms. So let's bring it bring around because I actually was affected by it. Yes. Because, well, I, I had two things happen. I got really, really ill. I was in a really bad way for about two days. Right, really bad way. Yeah. But that's because of two things. Funny enough, that happened on the 22nd of July. Now, when you understand the stress and repair phase, when you come out of stress, it's normally three days and you go into repair. So 19th was Freedom Day, 21st, 20th, 21st, 22nd, three days, I went down feeling like shit. I was really ill. Why? Because I went into repair out of being stressed out about the whole lockdown hoo-ha, right? So that was the first, that was one contribution of why I was, went down on the 22nd, sick as a pig as shit. The second thing was that something happened in my family, right, which was a massive shock, shock. to me. That's a right. huge shock. When I heard that, I actually felt the, my stomach go boof, like as soon as I heard it. That happened on the Thursday, right? Yep. That actually happened on the 19th. Right, okay. So, so three days good. later. So it's, so it's probably more that. It's probably more that necessarily than the... Well, both. The I think it's buff. I think it's both because we had to clear... Whatever we cleared was some of that, right? Yep. So I had two things that happened on the same day. I had the Freedom Day and I heard the thing from my family that really shocked me. And by Monday, I was in a... I come downstairs and I was freezing cold and I was shaking and my back hurt, my skin hurt, my legs hurt, I had a headache, I had a sore throat, I felt sick, I couldn't... I was in... Every part of my body was in a really bad way. Yeah. And I spent most of Monday in bed until I had enough energy to contact you and said, right, I need to, something's happened, I need to switch it off. Mm. So let's go into that a little bit because it's really – so I had that shock, I, and then I obviously was in the stress, went into symptoms, yes. which is a stress repair phase of three days. So just carry on, What clear up now what was going on there. For the well, well, I think you've explained it quite well. I mean, right, okay. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean it's, I mean, the thing is that, that depending on your perception of the shock – So if, if well, we I was just going to – yeah. So, so go to your perception of the shock, yeah. right? So – the shock that you had, what symptoms did you get? Describe each symptom you had. Well, I felt – so I had really bad stomachache. Yep. Uh, I had really bad – so uh, all my ribs really hurt, all my muscles hurt, all my right. skin hurt. Right. I had a really sore throat, and I was pounding headache, and I couldn't think straight. Right. So now this is something that people never question. Whenever we get a virus, uh, whenever we or have those, those symptoms or flu or whatever it is, People have different symptoms. Sometimes it affects their nose, sometimes their chest, sometimes their throat, sometimes their head, sometimes their ears, sometimes their toe. 
uh, it, it affects or their stomach or their or diarrhea. It yeah. always affects people in different ways. Very few of us have the exact same symptoms. We have different symptoms. That's because of our perception of the shock. Yes. So what it means to us. What it means to us. What it means to us. Well, how we perceive it. So in the case of Stephen, I know exactly what a shock was about. Not because he told me, but I can tell him the ter- the issue. The issue was something that he couldn't digest. Absolutely. It was something that he felt attacked and powerless over. Correct. What was your other symptom? Throat? Uh, yeah, sore throat. So, sore throat. So it was a fear of his territory. Yeah. Right? It was. And and what else? Uh, I had uh, ribs really bad all down my ribs, back. Ribs. Ribs. Heart. Ribs of protection. So trying to protect somebody. I was trying to protect somebody, right? yeah. So he couldn't digest something that left with a fear of his territory. He was trying to protect the person. Yeah. And he felt attacked and powerless. Yes, absolutely. What was the conflict? Well, you don't want to say the conflict. Well, I don't really want to no, say what it but is. But it was to do about somebody getting a vaccination. Yeah. After I spent six months telling them everything about exactly. do not have it because right. whatever your choice is. But I know all about it. So, and so, I did everything. And then I found out that for months they'd lied to me. Yeah. And they'd had it six months ago. For six months, I knew like, whatever you do, whatever you do. And then when right. I heard that they'd had it, it was a massive like, shock. Whoa. That would be a massive shock. Because, well, they lied because of the lies as well. So I didn't tell him the details of the shock. I told him the biological conflicts. Now, yes, he had told me that earlier on, obviously. <laughs> but I, I just told him the biological shock. And it just resonated every single time. Couldn't digest it. Fear for his territory. Attacking, being powerless, and yeah. wanting to protect somebody. Absolutely, yeah. And as soon as I find that, you switch all of those off. In fact, Steve did that himself. And our grad, as he switched it off, it was a big conflict. So it took a few few times, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, did, yeah. But as, as as he switched it off, gradually his symptoms got better and better and better and better. We're not telling you this to traumatise you. What? We're telling you this that you can resolve it yourself. Guess what? I was back in the gym the following Monday. Great, exactly. I was back in the gym Now, the how long Monday. would that knock you out for oh, if I you didn't go in the gym? So these things knock people out for weeks on end. Oh, so I was back and in you're... on the Monday and I was back to normal. Oh, well, the other thing as well is I lost my, I lost my smell and taste. Lost smell and taste. Mm. Wait, so that means, yeah. all it means is it got up your nose or on your nerves yeah. and it left a bitter taste in your and mouth. And as soon as I switched it off, my smell and my, my thing came, came back straight, straight back. back yeah. Exactly. So, so all that's happening is you're just going through a perception and it's affecting different parts of the body. And the reason that, that it's affecting people's smell and taste, this other thing that's going on, is because it's really getting up their nose on their nerves and it's leaving a bit of taste in their mouth. Yeah. But that's the only I, main difference. I actually had a client here this week who had a very similar thing that obviously, and I'm, hello, Wendy, stop calling it Freedom Day. I know, but I know we're not calling it Freedom Day. So on the 19th, very straight after the 19th, when everyone was let let you know let out let out we're all free anyway yeah we are all free we anyway are free. this is really I'm for free. the, this is for the viewers so on that day when when everything when all the restrictions were lifted a lot of people got sick she come out and they said oh, i can't smell i can't taste i switched it off uh it's quite a big conflict for her actually but yeah. once once the once she come out of the stress so all of this stuff that they're saying that you get the symptoms of that isn't it's because of the conflicts that we're involved in now, now please try and understand we're only telling you this to help you get better yeah all this does is help you get better naturally without having to spend time off work, time losing money, time being sick and ill, which we don't Listening like being. Listening to somebody who's and, just a drug and dealer. And wasting your money on medication <laughs> and wasting your time. Don't get me wrong. It's really lovely sometimes when you're sick to have a few days off to yourself. It is. And it's play lovely. the victim. And, oh, well, no, no, it's not just that. You know, I, I'm not saying I don't get run down sometimes. I do. And I do, when I listen, when that happens, I listen to my body because I do work really hard. Yeah. I listen to my body and I stop for a few days. Yeah. And I sit and I chill and enjoy those days. But because I recognise it, I don't get sick generally from it. And, and I heal faster. And then after a couple of days, I'm bored so I want to get back to work. Yeah. Now, if you are consistently being ill... 
you most people actually want to get back to their lives so we're showing a really quick way of doing it and you could learn to do it yourself you don't need necessarily i mean sometimes you might it's a big conflict yeah um but you i've had people do this themselves and you know it works it works so well every person i've treated this way when they've come to me with a virus or viral symptoms i've been able to resolve it for them even with severe things even with something severe as chicken pox yeah. and i've mentioned this before one of my good friends she came to me she's a, a solicitor or yeah no, but you catch chicken pox yeah, you yeah, catch yeah. it didn't you she came to me she's an adult she's in the 40s and she got chicken pox and she was due to fly to washington this was way before this whole pandemic nonsense and uh she she came on skype now bear in mind this lady is beautiful she's a diva she looks great and she came on and she was covered in cowpole she still looked gorgeous though by the way she still looked beautiful cowpole so i was quite impressed but but basically uh she'd been told by a doctor she was diagnosed but she was ground she said he did he said you got chicken pox you're grounded you can't fly she called me says anything you can do i said okay great what's the shot i told her what a shot was chicken yeah. pox is an intellectual conflict which is why it affects kids at school it doesn't affect all kids at school because not all kids go through the intellectual conflict because they don't think they're stupid. But in this case, she was being challenged intellectually. She didn't think she was stupid, but something in her environment was challenged, or someone, I should say, was challenged her intellectually on a particular subject. This this stressed her, and this triggered a response. Once she resolved it, she went into repair. So what I did is I found that conflict. I did, I think, one and a half sessions with her over a, over. 24 36 hour period window switched the most of it off switched the rest of it off the next day she then went back to the doctor the doctor said your chicken pox is gone you can fly and she flew a day later so she was one day late for her work in washington that is not possible traditional medicine but it worked she didn't necessarily bullet way she did believe in me but but it's so simple to do and viruses are actually a very, not viruses that we call them viruses but the viral symptoms are such a base conflict they're so simple to resolve that they can be resolved normally very quickly uh, i mean a big shock like what you went through takes a bit of time sometimes but usually things like that the only time um some, catch viruses, mate. oh that's true the only time uh, a viral symptoms are tricky is post-viral fatigue because that's not been going on for longer but I've still resolved that for people. You know, I had a guy come to me, lovely, lovely bloke. He got post-viral fatigue, couldn't get rid of it. And and uh, it was literally a shock about his part, his, his boss. And he's, he wasn't even around his boss any longer. It was being triggered by someone who reminded him of his boss. And he'd had it for months and he couldn't get rid of it. This guy did not believe me. This guy did not believe me at all, but he was referred to me. As a last-ditch result, nothing was working. He was a vicar. He's spiritual. He believes in God. He didn't believe what I was saying. But he want he was desperate because he wanted to get back to work because he loved his job. So within five weeks, it had all gone and he was back at work and he was fine. And, you know, and I said to him, I said, there's only one way this can get re-triggered again is if there's something that happens that I haven't been able to, that I couldn't predict a trigger. And a year later, he went to a conference and he asked, he bumped into his, his old boss. He got small symptoms back. He came back. I switched that off and he's, he never had, I've seen him. I saw him. Yeah. for years years after that with different problems he never had that problem since so it, I've, I've done it so many times i get that it's such new information it sounds because it, it sounds bizarre because you've been told for so long oh you can't do an virus or you catch and, a cold or you catch flu and you need to go and get this something outside that's going to somehow yeah. this magical thing that don't exist yeah. 
to go back to injecting you so you can and, fight it all off. Yeah. And the problem it's is like when someone says, well, I'm, they've got it, so I'm going to get it. The problem is that beliefs are very powerful. So because we believe that's how it works, we can actually create it by our own belief. Yeah. That's not what causes it generally. But people do create it through their own belief systems. Yeah. I hear it all the time. You'll get someone go... Uh, oh, my partner's got it, so I'm going to get it now. And then yeah. they do. Yeah. But, you'll <laughs> no. get, but you'll get other partners go, oh, my partner's got a cold. And their friend will go, oh, you're going to get it. I go, no, I won't get it. I'm oh. fine. And they don't. Yeah. And that's just a belief system. I know. It's, it's just their belief is working for them. And the other person's what's not. What's funny is, is uh, my mate, he said, I've got it. My daughter's got it. My other daughter's got it. So we've all caught it. But the wife that went on holiday and did the seven-hour journey back, was fine. Was fine, exactly, yeah. So <laughs> exactly, like, hey, hey, catch it. Well, that was an immune system, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Immune system, yeah. So one of my friends. <laughs> you, buddy? So one of my <laughs> friends mate, who honestly one of my friends who um who I actually woke up to this right at the beginning of the pandemic. I met her in March of twenty twenty in town. I, I bumped into her, I should say. She was with a friend and she was with her young baby at the time. And they were really worried. And I just casually said to this person off the cuff, Don't worry, don't catch a virus anyway. She went, What? I was like, no, you don't catch one. Now, I didn't explain it. I kind of did a little bit. Her friend thought I was nuts. But this... I think you're nuts. Friend, <laughs> I am a bit nuts. This, <laughs> I'm nuts. This friend of mine... We're both nuts. We, we, we were close, close friends. Um, and we were sort of acquaintances. We've become closer friends over the last year or so because she's woken up. But she didn't have a reason to disbelieve me. She, she In her brain, she went, you know what? Jonathan wouldn't lie. So Ooh. I'm going to go and research this. Ooh, it's close. So I'm a dreadful liar. I, I, even my girlfriend said I'm a dreadful liar. I can't lie for toffee. Not that I've ever lied to get toffee. That would be silly. Yeah. I don't need those. Go buy it or make it. No, exactly. But I, I, I'm a dreadful fudge. liar. Did you lie for fudge? No, maybe coconut. Maybe. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> I'd lie for a bounty. You would lie for um, a bounty. So, but she she just sat in her brain. She went, well, Jonathan's got no reason to lie, which I haven't. So she went and researched. It took her two months, in fairness, to find the truth. Once she did, she went, "Oh my god!" And she realized what she realized she'd been she'd been lied to all these years. Yeah. And so I woke her Everyone's up. Everyone's been lied to. But any but later on, later on, a few months later, or maybe even a year later, early this year, she got cold sores in her mouth, and so did her partner. And of course, her partner went, "See, told you, you catch it." Well, no, they both went through the same conflict. Right. They both had the same conflict of not speaking the words of uh, uh, bitter words unspoken i believe it is actually the actual thing they weren't speaking how they feel they felt angry and bitter about the argument they'd had and so the cold sore came up if one of them didn't feel bitter about it they wouldn't have got the cold sore they've got a different symptom so a man and woman can sometimes get different symptoms because they perceive the the shock differently however you perceive it is how it's going to hit your body so if my friend had felt it was bitter words they would have got the cold sore but if her partner had I thought, thought it was something he couldn't accept or digest. He'd have got a stomach problem or, or some, heartburn. Or, or something that you said or said something that you didn't mean. It could have hit the throat. It could have hit the throat. Well, it could have. Well, that's more of a fear. Yeah, it could have. Yeah. It could hit the throat or it could hit the, uh, um, if it's a territory fear, if it's frightened in the territory. But usually when two people will argue, it, it's an anger issue. So sometimes it's something you can't accept or digest. Sometimes the territory that makes you angry. Sometimes it's a self-worth issue. It affects yeah. your muscles. So it affects people in different ways depending on how you're perceiving the shock. But they didn't catch it from each other. They just resolved conflict. And and once she realized that, you know, she was fine. Yeah. Uh, so all of these things, everything that every time I've found the conflict in someone, I've always, always found the conflict in someone, the situation has resolved 
and the flu virus has left the body and healed naturally. Yeah, and what, so I just want to recap, because I said this last week, what's actually going on is something happens in, in the environment, you react to it psychologically, and then it will affect you biologically. Now, how that psychologically affects you means it will go into your subconscious. Your subconscious is your body. So now there's a conflict of shock or judgment or whatever it is in the environment that you've now had in your brain, and that signal then gets sent to a specific organ that relates to the conflict. So there's now a signal that's affecting cells, the, uh, the, the, the chest, the throat, the ear, the tongue, the whatever it is. It doesn't really matter what it is, your leg, your knee, it'll be a conflict for everything, the liver. So what's happening now is something's happened in the environment. You've reacted to it. You've had a psychological response. The, it now sends a signal to the body, which now reacts biologically. And now you're going to get the symptoms, the pains, the flus, the viruses, the colds, or whatever the symptoms are. What happens now is, is that when you go and find out what the conflict was of when it happened, and you use DTO and switch off the responses to the conflict, guilt, shame, fight, flight, runaway beliefs, and switch that off, the conflict now disappears. The signal stops going to the organ of the cell and the problem disappears. It's that simple it is literally like magic people get right. that overnight don't catch anything no and i've even had people come to me and uh, they were coming to me in my clinic for pain and i remember it clearly as that was two women actually in the same month and they they both had viral flu type symptoms and all they actually had was a trapped nerve in their shoulder yeah. and when i released that trapped nerve the symptoms vanished within 24 36 hours uh, and they'd had that for weeks so you know people just don't understand the body um but and i will say if what we're saying is triggering you and you're going no i'm not i'm getting you're getting angry you're being triggered yeah you're being triggered because you're making it personal about you on some level you know better and you've done the research so, and your doctor said and so your person said this don't, and that. don't make it personal about you we're not trying to trigger you we're trying to help you we don't make money out of this i'm not even saying you need to come and see us to switch it off you could learn to switch it off yourself in fact just recognizing this some of your symptoms will lift I'll tell you what, or you could get rid of the old beliefs bring in a new belief and not get sick at all yeah how about that whoa that'd be too simple though wouldn't it we'll be able to have them times off them days off work ladies and gentlemen would we wouldn't be able to go oh i can't come i can't make it tonight sally i've got to come down with a terrible car we'll call it a terrible cold yeah well, nonsense. Uh, that's if you want to pretend that you're sick, that's fine. Pretend something you got something else, <laughs> but but don't fake a virus. Um, uh, you know, it's it, it's, it's 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 sad to me that so many people, so many people, um, get sick and ill and they suffer because they've just been told something for over a hundred years, which is a blatant lie. And why is it a lie? Because I've done it. Yeah, I've switched it off lots. I haven't just gone, oh, that's a good theory. I like that. I've gone and tested the theory and I've proven it to be correct over and over and um, over and over and, and over and over again. Hundreds of people. Yeah. And I, once I learned that, I very rarely get sick myself. You have, I'd have to have a massive shock for me to Boom. get. <laughs> oh my God. I'm, I'm going to get ill now. Um, uh, I'd have to have a massive shock for me to actually get a virus or a flu because uh, I haven't had one in ages. Because I know this information. Yeah. So I can often either resolve it before it happens. Yeah. Or my body's just gone, oh, that's what it is. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And, I, you know, so unless I have a massive amount of stress, uh, and I have had a lot of stress, actually, in, in recent, uh, recent working times. Working with me, it does. Working with you, know, I do. That's like but, but, but my body is, is, uh, doesn't, um, because I resolve a lot of it, doesn't manifest as a flu or viral symptoms. Yeah. 
So the most fatigue, I, get, really. it, I get tired as a fatigue, yeah, but I'm working really hard. So, but so that's my fault though, because I'm working hard, not not getting enough breaks. That is my fault. Um, but it's not manifesting as a virus. So, and if it did, I would do the exact same thing as I've always done. I'd find the shop. Did you take a PCR Switch test? it off. No, I wouldn't. Uh, no, no, isolate yourself for ten days. No, I definitely wouldn't oh, do that. Okay. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, and Pete, I want to say this. So people say to me, they're very kind. They'll call me up and go, "Oh, I'm, I, I just want to say I'm not very well, and I, I didn't know if I was still okay to come see you in your clinic." And this is all I before know, this COVID on. It's very kind, and I, I just mess them all. Say, but it's okay. Don't worry. I won't ever catch anything from you. You're fine. Because I know that I won't, and they're quite shocked by that. Yeah. The only thing I do say is I say, well, look, if you're really not well enough to come and see me because you can't get out of bed, that's fine. We'll reschedule. But if you still want to come and see me, it's absolutely fine. You're not going to harm me. Yeah, and nobody ever has. I think the hardest thing for people is, is that because they've never been told actually what's really going on, the no. easiest thing, because I actually don't know what's going on, it's just the only option is, well, I must have caught it then because I don't, I don't know any other way of no. getting it because they've never been taught or learned or explained actually what's really going on biologically that makes them you feel those symptoms etc yeah. and because no one's ever been able to do that or explain why or they've ever been told that their automatic assumption is that they've caught it so when it comes to colds flus and viruses they always catch them yeah but everything else you don't catch you don't catch diabetes no. you don't catch earache you don't no. catch a you don't catch a, a cancer you don't catch um ibs you no. don't catch any of these things. But the but, other ones, like flus and cold, you do catch. Yeah. So all the other stuff that you – all the other illnesses is because the body's, uh, you know, mal, we'll call it malfunctioning or not working properly, right? So if all of those other sicknesses and illnesses because the body's gone wrong, surely viruses, colds, and flus will mean the body's gone wrong. Why yeah. only those three things then is it that you catch, but every other illness and sickness is because of something else? Well, exactly. Explain, explain, it, it, explain it, the logic. It, it, exactly. Explain the logic to that for me. Exactly. Uh, I'd love to know. I'd but, love to know why people think they catch virus, colds, and flus, but every other sickness they don't. But if they told Please, you everything, no one would ever go out ever and do anything. That's know, the problem. It's, We'd it's, all be in. So, it, we'd, it'd be, but, we're in fear. We're in now. Just, uh, well, I say we're in. Logically, think just about logic. That. That would just make well, sense. the problem is that logically it does make sense. You catch something because you'll get something, then someone else get, and they'll go, "Well, logic that makes sense." But actually. It is completely logical because there will be that one person who hasn't got it, or there will be the two person who hasn't got it, or there'll be the fifty percent of children in school who don't get chicken pox. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, if you actually think about it genuinely logically, it doesn't make sense oh, yeah. um, because there will be times when you you both get sick. Or if you're talking about a partner, there'll be times when one of you do. There'll be times when both of you do. There'll be times when your kid will get sick, but you won't get it. You know, if that if you really caught it, there'd be no barrier you would get it every single time and the only time people do that is when they believe they're going to get it so they do um so so all i'm saying is that that if you want to get better quickly if you want to resolve things then learn what's actually creating the symptoms stop buying into the bullshit that people are taught every single day that keep them ill suffering sick and dependent on the medical profession when actually you can take control of your own health that's all we're trying to teach you to take control of your health and what it does is what it does is it it makes people think they're weak what they've done is they've made people think they're weak they're vulnerable and fragile i treat a lady the other day lovely lady oh it's nothing you can do about it because it's just that it's that i've it's, caught of it course. there's no, nothing but, i can do but i treat a lady the other day she's must be in her late 60s early 70s 
got sciatic pain, going to a chiropractor, not getting anywhere with them. But she's believing it's her age and she's making her feel weak and feeble. And I constantly tell people of, of, of the older generation, it has nothing to do with your age. Oh, Actually, that's all right. That's all right you're, you're fine. Okay, yeah. good, right. Well, in your case, no, I might disagree. It's probably oh, your age. Um, but but it really isn't. I see 20-year-olds with sciatic pain. It has nothing to do with your age. You don't get weaker as you get older. You're not more vulnerable. You're not susceptible to certain things. It's complete bollocks. What about wear and tear? I know that one wear and tear is bollocks as well. Uh, so <laughs> many people say, that, oh, well, I've looked at the, I've looked at, looked at the x-ray. It's wear and tear. Fuck off. Mm. Your spine does not make you move. Your muscles do. Your spine is only there for the range of motion and the way it moves. It's not there to move you. Your muscles move you. I don't give a shit what wear and tear you got on your spine. The only reason wear and tear is there is because you've used it incorrectly because of the way you've moved and the way you your lack of flexibility. Yeah. But other than that, it doesn't matter because your muscles are what make you move. You take control of your muscles, start learning to move correctly, start being more flexible and raise your value for yourself and your self-worth. Your muscles will be absolutely fine. Yeah. So all of this is just things to make you weaker, make you more dependent, make you feel more vulnerable. And make the pharmaceutical companies billionaires. billionaires. And they do. Day in day. Because it's me telling you it's not going to make you a billion, me a billionaire. In fact, a lot of people are going to go, well, no, most people are going, do you him two tosses last night, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Uh, but if we can just help one person, if just one person hears this and goes, oh, my God, that's why I got sick. If just one person gets it, then I'm happy. Um, and, and the more I tell people, the more they do start to get it. But once I learned Meta, it really showed me why we get sick. And I've road tested it so many times. Wow. Of course, there is another reason we get sick due to poisons and chemicals in the environment, which shouldn't be there. And hopefully in the not too distant future, they will all be lifted and gone. Yeah. Um, Especially when you're eating food that isn't food, which is a toxin. You're going to eat, you're going to eat that. Yeah. It's going to go into your blood system. Your blood yeah. system is going to go into your cells. Yeah. Your cells are now going to get overloaded with toxin and poisons. Yeah. Guess what we have to make to get rid of that? Virus. Viruses. <laughs> so you're actually doing it to yourself. You're not catching it. It's just you've got you're bad diet, yourself. bad water, food that's not food, uh, anything inorganic that you don't eat goes into your system, bad air, whatever they're spraying as well, if they believe in that. Whatever you're doing goes into your blood. Your cells are going to take all of that crap, all of that inorganic stuff, and then what happens is, is the cells get overloaded with toxins and poisons because the word virus means poison, by the way. And then the cells make the virus clean it all out. So where did you catch that then from? I'll tell you where it caught from. From shit education, bad food, eat, drink, t- taking stuff in your body that's inorganic. You're doing yeah. it to yourself. And You're actually doing it to yourself. You're actually not, making yourself sick. It's not You're your not fault. something out there that's making you ill. <laughs> it's not really your fault you've been taught incorrectly. Uh, but we just brilliant. want you to re-educate yourself and just yeah. understand that we have nothing to gain from this. We're just trying to help. And it always baffles me that, that people attack oh, yeah. people for telling proper information. I'm like, seriously? Come oh, on, no. do me a favour. Oh, no. Well, anyway, look, I think we covered that. We, uh, did we cover that? Do you reckon? I think, oh, covered, okay. I think so. I mean, it's just uh, so all you need to know is you're in stress and repair. So, so are there any comments? There have been some comments. Any questions? Uh, yeah, we've comments? got, uh, oh, yes. We uh, love the way you guys work. Oh, thank you. Thanks for that. Sharon, thank you for that. Uh, and uh, no, not really. Um, I can't see them. They've all gone up the screen. Uh, but anyway, so I'm going to move on to uh, to the uh, most stupidest thing we've heard this week. Okay, go on then. That's your one. You take it. Take it away. Well, the most stupid thing you heard this week. Well, the most stupidest thing I've heard this week is I don't know if you know what's going on in Australia. Uh, I've I've seen videos of what's happening in Australia. Not on mainstream media. No, you won't hear it. On no, I've not seen any on mainstream media, but I've oh, seen no, videos. No. Uh, well. 
Well, I'll go on to what you've been saying on mainstream media, but in Australia, it's really, really bad what's going on with the tyranny yeah. out there. And uh, so I heard Dan Andrews, he's the premier of Victoria. Right. And basically, they've locked people down so badly now that they are forbidden or they're not allowed to talk to their next door neighbor. Yeah. And they're not allowed to order anything online. Yeah. But it was over one case, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it, it was over whatever. one positive case. Yeah. So, uh, so, was, so just think about that. Yeah, it's the uh, most stupidest thing you've heard this week. Because, so what they're actually doing is because of because of uh, lockdown and COVID. Yes, you're not allowed to talk to your neighbour and you're not allowed to order online. Online on the internet. What the you hell has that got to do? If let's say it was true, and it's how the hell is that actually have yeah. any relevance so, whatsoever? It's so the if, stupidest if thing I've heard. If you did catch a virus, how is online shopping going to <laughs> make that, that work? You know that online shop? Yeah, no, you no, can't no, go on the internet because you might get an internet virus. <laughs> Uh, well done, it's Bill Gates. Fucking, fucking idiot. Madness, um, so, yeah, it, I mean, that is just absurd behaviour. Oh, no, you can see that's a blatant I lie. I listen to it. I was just, I'm going, is this case a freaking serious? And, and I want to point out right now, it's going to oh. be really, really harsh, but if you think that that makes sense, <laughs> you got we serious. can't help you. <laughs> you can't help yourself. You need help. Please get off <laughs> yeah. of our podcast there's someone. There's someone. There's someone going, yeah, I know, but, you know, it's true because the virus go on the parcels, so it's obviously you don't want to spread it on the parcels. You don't want to speak to your neighbours, they might have a mask and you might catch it from your neighbour. I mean, <laughs> like, oh, honestly, no, 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 no. There will be up. somebody out there watching. Yeah, yeah, watch grow up, We'll watch it up. afterwards and think that. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, no, please. So, yeah, it's just super But it is sad. It is sad that they're going to such lengths over nothing because yeah. nothing's really happening out there except the lockdowns that's yeah. that's what they got they're going for this yeah, tyranny heard... because it was over one case yeah no one, one, case. The one case was in uh was in uh new zealand i think you'll find that they right. shut the whole country they new shut... zealand down for yeah. one case one case uh, but uh so based on tpcr test that doesn't actually detect infection which no. is really great which so I said city... last week which i said last week they're using a test that doesn't detect infection but they're using that to find out if people are infected yeah exactly that's how, that's how that's... insane this country and the people of the world are because they actually believe the test yeah and they'll lock themselves away for 10 days yeah. oh, oh yeah. i've got it i've got to stay indoors yeah, but the test isn't designed to detect infection. Carrie Mullins, the geezer that invented it, actually said it's not designed, designed for, for it. it. Yeah. It's designed for people going, yeah, I know, but if the government takes time, we've got to do it. Yeah, yeah, no, but, so anyway, uh, it's anyway. it insane. Uh, but I've heard that the uh, there's a big thing, uh, the truckers, uh, people out there have had such enough now of it so badly. I think the truck unions, uh, they're going to, get they're to, going block to literally borders. block all the borders up now and shut the whole country down. Yeah. Because it's just right. got, they've it's got, just got to do something. People got to stand up. You know, you, you, you know, um, so, so yeah, that's the first thing you heard. What was the thing you saw? Stupidest thing I've seen this week. So obviously there's a whole load of stuff going on about Afghanistan, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, so this is the problem. So anybody who watches mainstream new nudie and believes it, you're a mug because it's all lies and fabricated and propaganda and hardly any of it's true, right? And here's a great example of it because uh, I do a lot of the research boards and I go and look at a lot of stuff and I never, anything I ever see or hear, I never believe anything. I go and check it first. So this is why I know so much information because whatever I hear, see by any authority, I know 180%, 99% of the time it's a bollocks, it's a lie or it's a half-truth, and I'll go and find out the real truth and what's going on. Like the PCR test was meant to detect infection, but when you go and actually find out the real facts, the guy that invented it said, it's not meant to be the infection. So yeah. it's always 100% the opposite. Whatever they tell you, the opposite is true. So anyway, so I am i don't watch the news. I don't watch any TV now because it's just an, a torrent and barrage of uh, social engineering, propaganda, and mind control. Don't care what you think. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I know NLP and I know what they're doing all the time. And this is why the world and why you think, why you think. But anyway, going off on a bit of a tangent. So, anyway, on a tangent. so, definitely a tangent. so anyway, I'm on, I'm on social media 
And uh, there's this, I see this picture, just as it was happening, of yeah. this plane going down the runway That's right. with all of these Painful. Afghanistanis in front of it, running, yeah. right, yeah. And, that, and in front of it. And it's, it was a big army plane. And uh, it was a video of this plane going down. And I was going, oh, my God, look, it's really terrible. It's really, really bad. And right? the same as they keep showing, it's the common image they keep Yeah, so it's there. the plane that they've got with all of the people yeah. running at the time that it happened. Yeah. And actually, so anyway, so that plane was so let me just clear this up so the plane that you're seeing in the video that plane and that footage was from 2010 right it's actually not it's 11 years old right and when you actually go in and do the research on that plane it's actually a broken down plane without any wings basically in washington and what happened was is that plane was involved in the whole bin laden right hoo-ha okay. 11 years ago yeah and that footage is from 11 years ago and what? And the other thing as well, if you look at the footage, it says the 62nd Air, Air Wing Division. Yeah. Well, that basically in 2010 was shut down and become the 627th Squadron. Right. So the whole thing is completely lie. a lie. Complete so the lie. media, again, have literally taken this old footage, used it to convince you of this thing that's going on out there. <coughs> All you numpties have reacted to it. Oh, my God, it's terrible what's going on out there. Actually, well, that was 11-year-old footage. And if you'd stop and actually go and say, well, hang on a minute, is this footage true? You'd find out that it was 11 years old, that the plane's actually in Washington. It doesn't actually flip in exist because its wings are taken off. And the actual air, the, the, the division of the Air Force that it actually has printed on the plane no longer exists. <laughs> So anyone, so anyone that bought that and posted that on your um, social media and believes all of it, going good luck to you. But that's what you need to do. So that's the stupidest thing I've seen this week yeah. is something that's eleven years old that they've used to try and convince people this thing's happening in Afghanistan. Not yeah. to say that stuff's happening in Afghanistan. No, 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 but no, but, but the image. But I don't even fine. know if it is. No, we don't. Because we don't haven't, I haven't been there. I haven't seen it. And actually, all the footage that they use doesn't mean is actually a lie. So is actually all of it a lie? Yeah. I don't know. But if they're lying to me about that, they're lying to me about everything. Yeah, exactly. I can't trust them for anything. Anything no. they tell me. No. Anything. No. So anyway, that's the stupidest thing I have seen this yes, week. Was, and uh, the other stupid thing is everybody reacting to the video that's 11 years old going, oh, my God, it's terrible, when it's 11 years old. Yeah. I know. Yeah. People I saw some post about that, but I, I, I didn't. I don't know what's going over there, and and nobody it, does. Uh, to me, I'm just laughing at what Biden's doing. Yeah. Um, that's one of the funniest things I've seen this week is Biden's <laughs> response to it. Um, as if it's going on. I, yeah, that's right. The only reason you know it's going on is because it's on his TV screen, it's, and everything exactly. on a TV screen is a lie or a mistruth. Yeah, oh, no, that's true. Yes, no, so true. you don't even know. No, um, but I, 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 I'm laughing at the way they're all. Uh, Biden has apparently handled the situation and and left people over there. Um, or if he has, uh, well, I think so. Obviously, something's happening over there. But what worries and concerns me is why do you have to, if if it's really true, then use real life footage. Yeah, exactly. Don't use footage why are you from faking 11, footage? Why are you faking using footage from eleven years old? Yeah, exactly. That, why that are you a, using? That? That's the question's got to be answered. Why are they using footage from eleven years ago? You go answer that question. Why? So why didn't you just show the real footage? If you want to convince people, show them the, show them the truth. Real show footage. them the real footage. Don't. Then lie to all the people no. and go, this is happening and here's the picture of something that happened 11 yeah. years ago from an Air Force division that no longer exists. Yeah. It, it just, <laughs> it's shut down. It just makes no it's sense. Mental. It's just illogical. I know. Like, I just, I but then nothing in the world makes sense. Moment. Everything's topsy-turvy. Yeah, so much going on. It's unbelievable. It's funny. Um, the other thing I thought was, thought was funny, as I don't know if you saw, but on Australian, I think it was Australian TV, they were talking about the Afghanistan thing and then halfway through, there was like a two or three second uh, video or section 
And this is on their mainstream oh, I didn't see news. That. Yeah. So on their mainstream news, they're doing this whole thing about Afghanistan and Biden. All of a sudden, for about three seconds, it flicked to a satanic ritual. <laughs> And then it came back off again. Oh, that's being done. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. It was, it was funny. Oh. It was really, really funny. Oh, Trump's in control of that one. Um, that's funny, that is. No, who's in um, control anymore? Oh, i got but, a good yeah. idea. Just because it wouldn't happen otherwise. That's just too I funny. Don't know what's going on. Um, but no, that's uh, that's very funny. There's been a lot of things like that. There's been a lot of a lot of little things have happened like that. There's on loads of it. Or, if you're actually, if you know if you're paying of, attention, if you're paying attention, uh, you can right. spot these little things that happen, oh, no. which are just too coming. I don't believe in coincidences. Never have done. That's um, a coincidence because I enjoy it. Do you not? Fantastic. <laughs> um, that, so maybe coincidences exist. Maybe they do. Uh, so maybe, maybe, the, maybe they that do. Now. Why, mate? Um, but I, I, I think the universe is really so lazy, mm. as uh, was once said in a Sherlock episode. Mm. Uh, I said that quite candidly. Sherlock episode. Uh, I'm not sure why I did that, but yes. So you can. Admitted, ever. Yeah, I am. So no, I think there's a there's a lot going on that we're unaware of, and and a lot of the the stuff we're seeing is like not necessarily the whole truth. No, and since since Steve has woke me up to a lot of things, I, I really don't believe anything's happening in the media these days because a lot of it I've learned. Well, it's not is, journalism anymore. It's, it's mind control no. propaganda. It's to yeah, get yeah. you to believe in an agenda or a belief system or something that they want to push through. Yeah. So that's what they do. Journalism supposed to show both yeah. sides. Yeah. They're supposed to show both yeah, sides I mean, of the story. Just, just, not just push one side and block the yeah, other but side you, out. But just take, yeah, exactly. But you just take this thing, you know, initially it was like, okay, all right, everybody, it's, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve. Yeah. And that was weeks. 20 months ago, and now 40 million people have been vaccinated. And now selling you that if you don't get vaccinated, you can't go out to the supermarket, and you can't do this, and you can't have this, you can't go out to football, you've got to have this test. Yeah. What the hell? Right? Yeah. Right? So little by little, inch by inch, it was just this, it was just that. Oh, it's just a it's just a test, it's just this, it's just that. Now now we've got to this, and everybody's going, Oh, okay, okay, yeah, no, okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay, because the news said, the man on the telly said, Boris said, and this, we've got to do that, okay, okay. And they've taken you from there to where we are right now, and everyone's just gone along with it. Yeah. Without actually saying, I, well, actually, if they'd done what we'd done and said, hang on, can you catch a virus? Can you actually catch a virus? And if everyone had done that right at the beginning, yeah, no, 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 they've all turned to gun and gone, exactly. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, what, what they've all done is they've locked themselves, shut their business down, lost loads of money, lost their freedom yeah. for 18 months. And said we can spread someone on the TV that they don't even know that they've trusted told them, yeah, 80,000 immune, immunologists and doctors and everyone have been out going, uh, this is all over the Yeah, exactly. And, but no, we don't want to and they've labelled all them as conspiracy no, theorists. All conspiracy theorists. Yeah, all exactly. Doctors and all doctors and nurses that come out saying it's not true. Yeah. That's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. But the celebrities... Oh, yeah, they're, the they're, news readers they're, yeah, and the politicians they're are the, ones they, they're the authentic ones. They're the they're ones listening to. Yeah, exactly. What was because really all funny, of those people, all of those people, really care and love you and want the best. For of you. course they do, totally. And this the is doctors what, and the immunologists and the virologists don't. They no, want to kill you. They want to screw you over. But what I found really interesting was, uh, uh, I know you know, but if if anyone knows who Alex Belfield is, he's a YouTube. Uh, presenter, he was yeah. absolutely brilliant. I highly recommend you look him yeah, up. Yeah, I like him. But he actually stated the other day, which I thought was really good. He actually, and he's not a conspiracy theorist at all. He just tells the news as he sees it in the news. He gives his opinion. That's it. Well, the news but is he, conspiracy. Though. Well, and I get so that. So he is a conspiracy. No, I theorist. get that. But I said to him, no, I didn't say to him. Sorry. He said it's very interesting to know that in the last year and a half, that what we said that we get, what people said at the beginning with was a conspiracy theory has now come to pass as true. Yeah, no, it was and he, but then he said, well, if that has come true, what other things have we been told that are now going to come true? Yeah. And I was like, that's really interesting point. Yeah, because interesting what was said was a conspiracy theory 18 months ago has now come to pass to be true. So all the other things that conspiracy theories are saying might actually be true as well. You might want to be a bit careful. Right. So think about when I first met you, 
Yes. And I started telling you all of this I stuff. Know, I right? know. I know. I told you. I told you this. This was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't tell did. you that the virus and the lockdown was coming. But I'm going to. I told you, you this was going to happen. This yeah. is going to happen. You don't safe? know how it's going to happen. But it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Was In fairness, he did. <laughs> I did. I knew. I knew it was coming. Right. Because about four months before it happened, wasn't it? Yeah. Four it was months. actually about Christmas. Yeah. Time. Because I've been researching this stuff for years. I know what goes on. Who's in control? Who owns the money? Who? What farmers about? All of it. The whole. The whole thing's big. A massive illusion. The whole thing's just a big lie. Yeah. And once I learned that and learned that everything's inverted back to front and upside down, right now men are boys and boys are men, and you just see it in the TV shows, you see it in the education, you just see it everywhere. Yeah, there, girls and men, men and girls. There's an agenda, and there's been a 100-year plan to do that. So when you yeah. know that, people should go and look up the Kalergi plan. Go and look up the Kalergi plan, and then you'll start understanding why so much immigration is happening, the Kalergi plan. And it's yeah. quite frightening. But anyway, that was in 1952, and it was actually one of the main members of the uh, EU and the European Union and all the rest of it. The K-L-E, K-A-L-E-R-G-I, Kalergi plan. Go and read that up. It was just scared the shit out of you. But I knew all of this stuff, right? And so, and the thing is, I told you all of this stuff was going to happen. And now, all of a sudden, most of the things that I told you are pretty much come to pass. Yeah. So... But everyone thought I was a conspiracy theorist and yeah, thought I was yeah. a nut job. Well, it's funny. You told me that. Then I told you you couldn't catch a virus and you went and researched yeah, that. I did. I went and you did your research yeah. on it. You didn't just trust me. No. You went and did your research. And yeah. Why don't you just trust me? Just fucking listen to me. Yeah. No. But, but no, you did. But you told me all the information. Then you did your research on the virus. And then and then you told me all sorts of information. Yeah. And since, since you know, what you told me, well, eventually about... I started listening. And because it started making sense. Yeah, I couldn't disprove sense. it. I couldn't go, well, actually... Mm, and since then, I don't really, I don't really believe anything that I've been taught. All you got to do is start off with the WHO, the uh, the um, United Nations, and the central banks. That is when you realise that that is all basically just like the fourth Reich. Basically, yeah. that was yeah. that's. And when you look at Operation Paperclip and all of the Nazi generals that were p- part of the Second World War that all got captured weren't executed in the Nuremberg trials. They were all shipped over to the states. Yeah. Uh, and, and then you start looking at the monetary system, the fiat currency. Then you start looking at the Federal Reserve and Rockefeller, and uh, and then and it all starts adding up. Then it all brings into the Titanic stuff and all the rest yeah. of it, and all how the Federal Reserve actually come into play and what actually was behind that. And it, honestly, and then you start looking at the royals and the bloodlines, and then it all comes back. All comes back to one. These are all non elected government organizations like the world economic forum yeah so the world economic forum are all the the people that control all the, the corporations elite, the elite, elite super people. rich people that own like the Ad, well yeah well you've got the banks but you've got all of the adidas and the big pharmaceutical companies and nike all these elite people the tech companies that are google and amazon yeah. all these super rich people yeah. all basically want to control and own the world and they're doing that because they've got all the people in places they bought governments they bought the media they basically own everything and they're basically feeding you everything that you they need you to know in order for them to push their jam, plan and agenda because you're completely oblivious to the other 99 percent of what's really going on because you're only focused focused on what they're actually showing you look at this shiny light this is what you need to focus on and this is on the news and this is in the newspapers and that's how it works and so when you start looking at all the every, everything else and seeing how the structure works uh then then when you start coming outside of that mainstream focus and start looking at all the other stuff and start researching it and looking into it and don't yeah. just basically think anything that's not that one percent is a conspiracy 
Yeah. Actually, the one percent is a conspiracy, and the truth is the other ninety-nine percent. Yeah. Um, but most people can't see that. Won't go down. It takes time and effort, and they don't care anymore. They just want to quite happily give away their rights, their freedoms, freedoms. and turn out in, uh, and then wonder what happened. What, and then go turn into a victim in ten years' time when they've got nothing. Yeah. And everything's gone, well, and their and their children are now no longer their children and are owned and controlled by the state. I mean, look what's happening in Australia. I mean, it's now, all those kids all those, pulled into that. Well, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. That. So if you haven't heard it, there's been like 24,000 kids being yeah. pulled into a building. Into a stadium. Into a stadium. Where the parents aren't even uh, allowed to Not go. allowed to parents in, and they've been injecting the kids with a jab. Yeah. Against their parents' wishes. Yeah. Although and, and the parents have been taking the kids to it, so that's stupid. No, yeah, but if they don't, if they don't, then they're taking the children away from the parents. Right. See, they're literally disgusting behaviour. <laughs> Always like. When you like to live in Australia, right now. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> and that explains why I never moved to Australia in the first place. Yeah. Um, but what was really interesting was there was a post on one of the things I was following, and it said, "It's interesting now that the the uh, COVID nonsense is dying down, we're back to terrorism again." Yeah. Because what happened as soon as COVID kicked in, all the terrorist stuff went away. Yeah. Nothing happened about that. We've never heard nothing. No, no. And now that, that narrative of COVID is dying away, well, they terrorism can't, they can't, back they, again. They actually can't sustain it much longer because there's too much truth coming out around Way it. So what truth. they've now got to do is give you another distraction for the media to focus on, oh my God, it's Afghanistan, and we're all over there. And then when that's all done, I'll be, oh, be Jeff Bezos in space. And then all folks are climate you know, change. And, and all the little sheep will go, ah, and run over there and watch that. Go, oh my God, Afghanistan. And they'll go, ah, and then we're out of space. And then all the little yeah. sheep will, herd of sheep, heard off and all focus on that one thing that they're telling you about and you'll all talk about it in the bars and you'll be on facebook and all that talking about it and then they'll bring something else and all the sheep go there and then they'll go and focus. i know yeah, yeah that's what, and yeah. that's what generally that's happens what they do. Over that's, and over that's, over and that's what they create dramas to solve the drama they always create a drama <laughs> and then solve it for you as if they've done something brilliant but they're creating the drama all the time when i learned when the i learned recently the whole reality that, is that a lot of terrorism and war is actually created by the cia yeah when i learned that i'm like they start the war then they solve it and then you're terrified you're going to be killed by a war that doesn't bloody exist and there and was only created that, that may have happened but it was created by the good guys yeah. or but the, the the not not the good guys they're bad guys but created by the cia to leave everyone in well, fear I mean, and to then create all these measures that you have to be security checked and all this yeah, problem, and make us think that we're all evil the, people egalian dialectic problem reaction solution yeah but here's the thing but here's the other thing right? it is discussed what they do this is the same thing oh let's cause the problem virus yeah everyone reacts oh yeah. my god what's the solution lockdown vote this we're here we're here to save you do what the government say that's what's doing every time it's very but, clever wait, no yeah it's only clever but, when stupid people don't fucking recognize it and allow it right okay for a long time but yeah. i know but it's still stupid right because no one questions it They'll no, just go and sit in front no. of the hypnotised box and just believe it and being told and wait out and question it. This is the whole problem. This is where if people went and done the research in the first place about, hang on a minute, they're telling me there's a virus, can I catch it? Everyone went and learned about that. No, yeah, they've been much safer. Much anyway, safer. Yeah, and they wouldn't have been able to put, do what they're doing. No. But here's the thing, you're going back to the CIA. When the Americans got into, needed to get into the Vietnam War, Right. They they made this massive thing, you know, oh, yeah, there's all this stuff going on in Vietnam. But the people hadn't bought into it. So they wanted their war, because the communists, yeah. but the people didn't want it. They didn't want to have their kids and everything going. So yeah. do you know what they did? Is they sunk their own, they attacked their own ship called the uh, USS Tonkin. Right. So what they did is they sacked their own ship. Right? Attacked their own ship, sunk it, or damaged it. I can't remember. Was the actual, yeah, USS Tonkin. So they then they then turned around and went, "Oh my God, the Vietnamese have attacked our ship," and done loads of media. Yeah. 
And then all the people went, oh, my God, we need to take one of our ships. And then all of a sudden, the military and the government now had permission from the people to go to war with Vietnam. Yeah. But actually what they did is they didn't have the permission, so they created a false flag by sinking one of their oh, own ships, ships yeah. to get the people to buy in, and then they were able to go into Vietnam. They actually did so this. They, they, narrow, do the they actually they did the this a storyline in a Bond movie. I think it was uh, something. Oh, I can't remember. The villain was a news mogul. Who created the news because he had so much money he would blow things up and then create he already printed the paper he printed the headline he would then have someone blow up a ship or a submarine say chip <laughs> say, say, <laughs> say i couldn't speak yeah. say china did it and then yeah. they create this war yeah they create the war so you could publish it um, and as i think about it, that's exactly what they bloody do they, do, they make they make they they create it yeah. and then tell you they, well, it's, it's, the same, it's the same as isis the isis yeah. was created by the cia I and know. then the, and then what they did is they then give the isis the chemical weapons to attack so, syria and yeah. then they went oh my god and blamed it on the other guys and created the war yeah exactly. <laughs> they do it all the time yeah. and that might be brand new information <laughs> for you yeah. But, but it will be because it, it, it will be because it, it goes because you won't have heard it on the news. Everything everything's on the news. Yeah. Everything's on the news. Yeah. But the, the leader of the CIA who's passed since then was photographed in the middle of the four people. Yeah. Uh who were head of the ISIS and uh it's it just it's just so many things John I McCain John McCain, that's it. Mm. He's recently died of whatever he died of. Uh probably got shot. I think he got uh, executed. I think he got executed, yeah. But that won't be on the mainstream media either. No. But um but so many things. Well on it, well on his uh, on his uh, um on his uh coffin mm. was the wrinkled flag. Oh really? Which means a traitor. Oh, does that mean it's traitor? Yeah, oh, same as say... same as George Bush senior uh, George when Bush he died, he had the flag as well. Yeah. There's so Sorry. much information that's going to come out that we know is about to come out in the next few months, next year. Yeah. It will rock people's worlds. Yeah. It really will. Yeah. Um, and it, it rocks will. mine because he told me about it and I've started looking into it and it's just... Um, you, it? Yeah, it's, you start finding out the truth. Yeah, I know. Anyway. So anyway, but okay. yes. So anything else to add? No, not really. We had our own little... We had a little rant. Little yeah, we had a little rant and a little chat about life and Pardon what's me. going on. Yes. Um, so uh, I think we'll probably might as well call it a day, shall we? Well, it is normally a day. Yeah, I don't think we're not calling anything else. Flies, Everyone viewers. calls it a day. <laughs> they drive night flies. Like they've gone off of day. Oh, never mind. Thank oh, you. Oh, there they go again, talking that those... bloody rubbish and that oh, conspiracy no. theorist rubbish. First they tell, first they're telling us about you can't get tomorrow's or cold. The next week they're telling you about now. They're, now they're saying the CIA is great ISIS. Oh my God, what are they doing? They've gone mental. Oh no, no, we haven't gone mental. Eamon Holmes ain't saying it on loose and on it ain't loose, on loose, on women. loose women. It's not no, on loose women, women and it ain't on the BBC with Hugh Edwards. I mean, these two are nutters. No, no, they ain't got a clue what they're talking yeah. about. No, um, we were a bit risky tonight we covered some other topics but we're fed up with it we just want to have a bit of fun yeah, so we hope you stayed and listened well, to the rest of people it people that stayed and actually go and look at it and learn or learn something yeah, go and look it up yeah, you can go. look it up but don't google it duck duck go it don't yeah, google duck, duck, it because yeah. google is owned by the people that we're telling you are causing uh, all the problems yeah, exactly. same as wikipedia it's the same yeah to go to they duck, keep duck, changing go. everything on there or go to bit shoot and look up some things type yeah, in things there look it up you know odyssey library yeah, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're good. I'll yeah. tell you, guys, you want to follow is Rainer Formic, and he's doing the coronavirus committee. Yeah, and he's interviewed every single expert and investigative journalist and politician. And he's got a guy called uh, Wolfgang Waldard, who's also sitting in with him. And he basically was the one that ended the swine flu. Right. And he was on the council of 13 of the European Union. 
Right. So you know, yeah, so and he's and he, know, and he knows what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so he that's really so interesting. not just Joe Bloggs down the street who doesn't know what he's talking about, who just thinks no, there's something. Uh, they're actually I think he's interviewed 120. But he's interviewed. Wow. I've watched him. I've, he's interviewed uh, Robert Malone, the geezer that invented the mRNA vaccine. Right. Uh, he's invent. He's uh, um, done all of the doctors. Um, Honestly, it's, I can't. And it's not just the UK English ones, Americans. It's Italians. It's yeah. um, uh, French, Belgian, Dutch. Um, it, it was, I watched a really interesting interview with he did with the uh, Dutch guy, one of the Dutch uh, politician, who's basically got seventy Dutch police whistleblowers that have basically because over in Holland it's been really violent. I mean, right. really bad. Uh, but they've been instructed by the government to literally smash up literally people, that's and seventy disgusting. seventy. So he's got 70 video testimonials saying that basically they've been instructed to do what they've been told to do by a higher authority. They've actually been told. Why are they just going to arrest a higher authority and beat the shit out of them? Well, exactly. That'd be much know, easier. Just instead of no, and beat the crap and out of them. It's more, anyway, he, he, he's basically got like 70 of these police officers that have gone on because yeah. they, they, they well, can't live with the fact good that other officers are just literally literally going out. And mm. I mean, it is like Nazi Germany. And that's going to traumatize them. That's mm. more trauma yeah. on people who don't need to be traumatized. That's people I've heard. They said, uh, so I was watching, also watched one of this Belgian. Uh, a lawyer, super lawyer. He's like a yeah. super lawyer. Uh, and he's basically ripped the whole thing apart. And it's really interesting. I mean, yeah. like, instead of sitting there watching flipping, you know. Go on Nation Street. Go and watch this. Go and learn go and this watch stuff. This stuff. Yeah, fascinating. fascinating. It is really There are some absolutely amazing yeah. people out there doing really good work trying to Help, help you, help stay you free. <laughs> to stay free to keep your nah, freedom. That's all right. I can't at the moment because uh, skating and ice is on at the moment. And yeah. anyway, you know, it's like, really? Just, people just don't take enough interest in it and they wonder why they're where they are where they're at but really good yeah so dr rainer formic he's on his telegram you've got a telegram you can go and do a search for him on that or you can find him on youtube which is the coronavirus uh Aschels. it's a german corona ashaus committee Something like that is in german. Okay. Uh, yeah really really good i've been following all this stuff yeah and uh and because what you actually get to hear is the expert of their field telling you What's actually what's actually the actual expert? The actual expert. The actual expert. We're not, not talking about Chris Whitty. Chris Whitty, who hasn't got a biology degree. Knobs we're, we're not talking about government. TV. We're talking about actual experts, like who've got degree after degree yeah. after degree, yeah. and actually infield expertise. And we don't mean Fauci either, because yeah, Fauci's yeah, a prick yeah, as well. Yeah. Well, the case of Carrie Mullins. So I watched the video of Carrie Mullins talking about the PCR test, and he actually yeah. did an interview. Uh, about uh, Fauci, yeah, and he basically said that Dr. Fauci is the biggest fraud in the world. Yeah, he will basically go on telly and lie and change and say anything just to get just to basically get paid. Right. Yeah. yeah, it was, and that was by there's a guy that invented the PCR test who unfortunately died just before coronavirus came out. That's a coincidence, isn't it? No, it's a serious no, coincidence, that's a serious coincidence. <laughs> no. So yeah, so uh, uh, but yeah, so and um, yeah, now Dr. Malone is the one that invented the uh, mRNA vaccine that everybody's had. And uh, it was in actually four animals. Really. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was, but he goes and he's, he basically says what's going to happen, and it's really funny. so. Tell just briefly before we go, say what he said, what you told me he said earlier on. Oh, so I say on here though. Well, yeah, well, if he said it, you can quote. Well, he basically quote said what he said. So, you know, basically, what he said was that under no circumstances should any human take an mRNA vaccine. Right. Under no, no circumstances, circumstances should, should a human being ever. Taken mRNA and he vaccine. created the and mRNA he, vaccine. He, he was one that created the mRNA. Right, which are the vaccines that are being used today? Yes, that's right. Great. And why did he say that? Uh, because it can kill you. Okay, great, brilliant. Because <laughs> uh, they're actually, they're actually, it's a, no, it's a gene the, therapy. It's a what gene actually therapy. happens is it snaps the DNA off. Right. 
So, and what happens is when you snap the DNA in half, you're you're going to uh, a cytokine attack on your body, and your body, when you go down with a sickness, your body then thinks it's healing, but it's not. It's attacking itself, and because it keeps attacking and attacking it and attacking it and attacking it, attacking it, the thing that heals you to to stop the antibody, uh, the 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 cells attacking the the illness. That's been switched off, so you just keep getting attacked and attacked and right. attacked and attacked and attacked and attacked and attacked yeah. and attacked, and then you get organ failure. Done. See, now I actually find it fascinating because I'm not good with science and learning lots of things. I know how to switch viruses off and things like that. I know how to do that. No, it's I've a spike protein. But between problem. Steve and my girlfriend, they have researched this to the nth degree. Yeah. And my girlfriend was not into this before Christmas. She did not want to know. No, but I had a conversation with her. <laughs> but but since Christmas, yeah. she has been on it yeah. and studying and learning. And she's in the beauty world herself, so she understands anatomy and physiology. Yeah. She understands how the body works. And she's been telling me this stuff. And Steve's been telling me these other things. Uh, you know, I just I just do it and and do what I do. Yeah. But Steve and my girlfriend, they researched this stuff and they've told me things. That, to me, is not only fascinating, it's scary, uh, and it's coming from the person who created it. <laughs> How can you argue with that? How can anyone then argue? Oh, no, but Boris. <laughs> fuck Boris. <laughs> fuck him. This is my whole business. This is the guy who created <laughs> it. I mean, you can't get more. I know. Uh! So, before, so the first thing to do is if I was told that I needed to go and get the thing, the shot, yeah. I'm going to go, right, okay, let's have a look at the shot. What is it? Yeah. So then I go and find out what's first of all. I find out what what's in it. What's, what's actually, in the shop? What's actually in the yeah. shop? And it then ain't you, vodka. Right. And then you realise that there's no actual viral anything to do with the virus whatsoever. So that'd be like that's a bit of a. Well, no. it can't be. They've not isolated it. No, no, isolated it. So that's a bit of a no, no. Mm. Then find out well, actually, what are they? So why would I actually have something that's not actually going to help you? Help me, right? And then I go and find out well, who invented this in then? So if that's who invented it, I'll go and find out that it was Robert Malone and then listen to what he's got to say about it. And he yeah. will say around and say, under no circumstances have it. I'm going, hmm, that didn't take long. Do you reckon I should have it or not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I wonder how many people have done that. Yeah. No, no one. Because they just, but when, when the experts. They're queuing up to get in the football ground so they can have their. But if you told around, someone, you tell around. someone, they will just poo poo it. But it's the person who created it. That's like arguing with, with the person who in i don't know i can't know it's like arguing with a man from del monte who invented orange juice i mean i know it's not true true but you know it's you you can't argue with a person who created it because they know i mean oh and then what you're gonna have is all these self-righteous people posting their stuff bragging about the fact that they have this thing yep right i know yeah they had this thing that's actually really 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 not good for you no no but they're proud of that they're very proud of that that. and then they give you all the reasons why because they don't want to fill up the hospitals and all the rest of it uh actually i think you find the opposite is going to be true so but no so anyway um yeah so that was quite a quite a revelation revelation, i mean you can find all this information out if you know yeah you can go and look it up don't take don't take steve's word for it on my word go go and look it up yeah we've always said that in fact any truth up will actually tell you don't take our word for it. Go and, Go look, and it look it up yeah. because you can look it up. Um, and it's just oh, it just it just it baffles me. Oh, no. It baffles me. But anyway. anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, we hope you stay to the end. If it was on our own, that's totally fine. We enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. We did. Uh, for those who enjoyed our little rant and learnt something new, uh, that's fine. Please, we hope you did learn something new. Uh, we decided to have a little rant about other things tonight. Yeah. I know. Uh, we're which, not for a bit of a tangent now. We, we did not. Kind of started off yeah. on. 
viruses went sick. back to of, of ISIS, then the CIA, viruses. and then went on to war, and then back to viruses again. <laughs> and then I had a bit of a rant and a shout because I got frustrated. <clears throat> um, but uh, sometimes it happens. Uh, but I'm not going to switch it off, so it's fine. Um, you want me to love you? Yeah, you can switch it off. <laughs> I will. Um, right, so do you want me to finish it off? Then? Finish, finish it off. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, so, okay, so well, thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for watching this episode of the Inside Outfit podcast. This was episode 49. We are going to be doing a 50th. So we're going to have a proper celebration with that one. Oh, that's a good that's a idea. Party popper. Pop it. <laughs> a proper uh, celebration a party popper. Proper in style, yeah. That's Gla- not glass a proper Glass of water. Glass of water and a party popper. <laughs> Sounds like you're perfect right now. <laughs> that is uh, my book. You chuck a chocolate biscuit in yeah, and I'll be there, boy. <laughs> oh, I tell you. I, I, I won't be able to withhold your excitement. No, right. I know. So right. it might be a very short uh, 50th I'm, uh, podcast. I'm, right, I'm tingling already. I'm there, man. Yeah. So next is our 50th. So... Um, which I can't believe we've done 50 podcasts. No, that's amazing. 50 podcasts. But um, yeah, so we, we've enjoyed doing it. We, uh, we're glad that you join us and watch us. And if you like, yes, like, thank John, you. like John said, you either learn it, you either take on board what we say. Uh, we're not doing this for fun. And we're not. But we do. Some... I do for fun. No, no. Well, I mean, if you're not, we're not do, telling no, these people for fun. We're actually trying to help you, educate give you a different point of view. And that actually works and it's proven. But you either take it on board, like I always say, take it or leave it. If not, off you go, down the pub, have a few beers, it's all day Uh and uh, and uh, and post something on Facebook about it. Yeah. But if not, uh, we thank you, uh, so thank, you thank you for, for joining us. Uh, we will be doing uh, uh, episode 50 soon. Uh, if you do want to contact Jonathan for uh, anything that Jonathan does with regards to pain or mental health or emotional health, uh, then go to his website, the www.thedtosystem.com. Uh, or if you want to work with me and uh, have a more fun, uh, and more loving, and uh, yeah, just more generally. Is, more that, charis- pro- is that propaganda? More, chari- more, more is, charismatic. Is that uh, giving on you on BBC tomorrow morning? Marketing, mate. It's BBC News uh, says Steve says he's more charismatic and more charming. <laughs> Stay <laughs> away from Jonathan. He's evil. Um, and, uh, you'll see it on BBC tomorrow. Probably. Yeah, well, I'd like to agree with my right honourable friend. Yeah, yeah, no. So you can contact me. Boris Johnson states he slept with Steve Jakes before he got married because he's so charming. I'm not married. No, so that's a lie, isn't it, already? No, oh, Boris got okay. So, yeah, so uh, it's www.healingthemind.co.uk. If you have anyone to work with any uh, mental health, emotional health, coaching, want any help with your life to get to achieve your goals, and please uh, reach out to me. Other than that, we will see you in a fortnight's time for our 50th episode. Uh, I'm going to say good night and, uh, and thank you for joining us. Jonathan, you want to say what you want to say? Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us again. We love everyone for listening, and we look forward to having you on our 50th. Not okay. having you, obviously, but I mean, just 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 having you listen. That'd be great. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. ciao, <laughs> ciao, 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 and have a really good fortnight, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you soon. See you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.